0: hello and welcome to another edition of the bible code what are good works in the bible is there a bible code revealing good works are not required for salvation but follow true believers who trust in jesus Christ's atonement many so-called christian churches have added to the simple message of grace by faith they require sacraments attendance, and baptism for admittance into heaven. Yet does the Bible use numbers designed in place within scripture that combat this false theology? Giving rise to the glory of God that faith alone in the redemptive work of Jesus Christ is all that is needed. Let us begin by turning to Second Peter chapter 1. It reads in verses 5 through 8, and besides this, giving all diligence add to your faith virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you, ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you go to www.dnainthebible.com and type in what are good works in the bible you will find this study and in it i have added just what we read faith plus virtue plus knowledge plus temperance plus patience plus godliness plus brotherly kindness plus charity these eight specific things are listed that the bible says that if you do If they abound, they make that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, eight of these, is that number significant? We have covered the number eight, and the number eight in the King James Bible is defined for newness of life. You can say it is the number for the born-again believer. These eight characteristics are added to the believer's walk, as we work out our sanctification. There is a link in the study to the number eight if you would like to understand more about this number. Did you notice, though, that the order of these eight characteristics, they start with faith and end with charity? Faith is where our walk with God starts. Charity is where it ends as a mature believer. I look at this and I realize that faith, Each of these steps is having our walk deepened. And the end of it is charity when we are reaching out. And in some cases, some even have lost their lives trying to reach people for Jesus Christ. Charity, the Bible explains, is edifying God. As believers, one of the most common questions is what should I be doing for God? a question that not only plagues believers, but can be used as a weapon by the enemy against believers. With accusations that our life lacks evidence of our Christian beliefs, it leaves believers feeling that they are not living for the Lord, resulting in a loss of peace and confusion. But is there an easy answer to this question? Well, again, let's turn to 2 Peter chapter 1. Now let's look at verses 8 and 9. These verses come right after the eight characteristics that we just read about. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. What things will make us neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ? That would be the eight characteristics that we just covered. If you don't want to be barren and unfruitful, I challenge you to start by adding to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, to temperance patience, to patience godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness and ending finally in charity. But there is more scripture that I would like to point out than just this one we covered. Is there another scripture that points to a Bible code and good works? Let us turn to 1 Thessalonians where there are 14 things listed by Paul that Christians should do. I have numbered each of them on this lesson that you can find on the website. There is also a link to to the number 14, if you have not studied that number for salvation and redemption. The passage that we will be looking at is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 14 to 24. It says, Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men, see that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice everymore, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesyings. prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that called you, who also will do it. Do you think it is just a coincidence that the number 8 and 14 are used to show actions believers should be exhibiting? We just saw in this passage of scripture in 1 Thessalonians 14 actions of a believer. And we just saw a moment ago in 2 Peter chapter 1, eight characteristics that start with faith. The number eight is for newness of life, as we just said a moment ago, and the number 14 for deliverance and salvation. Both of these scriptures speak to individuals that are born again after a conversion has occurred. These are not passages that are written to unbelievers. Notice that verse 23 And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray, God, your whole-spirited soul and body be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. Who will do this act of preserving you blameless? That would be Jesus Christ, the promised seed. And this is mentioned in the 23rd verse in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. The number 23 is defined in the King James Bible for death, but it is also the number for human DNA. Again, there is a link in this study to the study of the number 23. 1 Peter 1.23 says we are born again by the incorruptible seed, which is the word of God. There are two more numbers I would like to point out in 1 Thessalonians. Did you notice that the chapter number, it is the number 5 where we see these 14 things listed of the actions of a believer the number 5 is defined as grace in the king james bible grace is what we need as christians to walk in the newness of life consider these two passages on grace second thessalonians chapter 2 verses 16 to 17 state now our lord jesus christ himself and god even our father which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. Comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 8, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Do you notice a pattern in these two scriptures? We need grace in order to do good works. Good works are not first, then grace. We need grace. And if he set it up this way, then he knew we would need it. The last number I will point out is the number 9. In First Thessalonians, the 14 points are found in the 5th chapter, the number for grace as we just covered, in verses 14 to 22. If you were to take the difference, subtracting 14 from 22, you will notice that there is exactly nine verses. In these nine verses, we see the 14 points that we just covered of what a believer's actions should be. Now, for some of you, it may have dawned on you, I've heard of the number nine related in the Bible. That's the number for the fruit of the Spirit, found in Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 to 23. Again, interesting, speaking on grace, even the fruit of the Spirit is found in the fifth chapter. So the two lessons that I would like you to take away from this study is that the first one is God uses numbers to reveal he authored the Bible and that the Bible is a supernatural book. Second, as Christians, we are to study and learn what God requires of us. It says in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Our studying is a catapult to our actions. As we learned in Second Peter, we will not be unfruitful if those eight characteristics are maturing and being applied in our life. Why is that? Because God is training us for advancement. And remember, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 says Jesus Christ and God will personally comfort our hearts and establish us in every good word and work. If you want to do more for God, get into his word, stand on his promises, and see if God will not bring opportunities to be a blessing. Because when he brings those opportunities, we are not only blessed, but the people that we are offering help to is blessed, and He is glorified in the process. He is preparing you for a reason, and that reason is to bring Him glory. Tune in next time as we look at another number on the Bible Code.